This is a 980 CKNW podcast. It is uh, that time of the morning where we check in with Claire Newell, the president of Travel Best Bets. Good morning to you. Hi there, Jill. I was listening to Emily's weather report, and for months and months I've been complaining to my parents who are snowboarding down in Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, the weather's gray, it's raining, it's miserable. Even like coming up to this week, they come home tomorrow. (laughs) 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 Like, okay, they're not going to have believed a word I said. Um, Anyway, lucky them. They're bringing the sunshine with them. We're all so lucky. What about the sun run too? Wow. I keep looking down at everybody at the start line and what a beautiful day for the sun run. I know. It really, it could not be better. Nice and cool, but clear and beautiful and bright. Um, Today we're talking about something that's really, really important. It kind of feels a little bit like school, what I'm going to be talking about. I'm calling this little segment Tourist Visa 101. Um, It's uh, mainly to do with your documents. And I've been traveling a lot lately, as you know, Jill, and I just seem to see constantly people making mistakes, people um, denied crossing borders, um, scrambling to, to deal with things once they arrived because they didn't get things ahead of time. So I want to talk about this because it seems like the world's getting smaller and people are wanting to go further afield and they are going to places where you need to get a tourist visa. So, I mean, Vietnam, Cambodia, China, all, all sorts of different places. So if you've never needed to get a tourist visa, we're going to talk about this and just um, some of them are so easy and some of them are not. But what it essentially is, is this is something that needs to be stamped or glued inside of your Canadian passport. And usually the passport needs to be valid for longer than, say, one, three, or six months from the date that you're actually leaving the country that you're going to go visit. And unfortunately, this always has to be issued by a foreign government office here in Canada. Um, That said... I had to get one for Cambodia last year, and I had to mail my passport. Okay, you know me, Jill. I love my passport. When it gets out of my hands, I get, like, I totally freaked out. But I had to send my husband, mine, and my kids to, I think it was Washington, D.C., was the closest. So it wasn't even in Canada. And it was it was pretty freaky. It was a two- or three-week turnaround, and both my husband and I travel a lot, and it, you know, finding a time when we could do that was it, it. It was it was a bit nerve wracking. So it's normal, but it's nerve wracking. The other thing about getting a visa is it's expensive in some cases. You know, twenty, fifty, two hundred, three hundred dollars sometimes. And two weeks, like I had to do with the Cambodia, might not be close to it. Some you might need way longer, like six, eight weeks. So depending on where you're going. I love the ones that are e-visas, Jill. Have you needed to get a visa ever? I have, and I've gone through that as well, the mailing off, because it just feels so wrong that you are, even though you do it by registered mail and you take all the precautions, it just feels wrong to do it. Uh, I've done that. Uh, I've also, I don't know if it's easier now, but a few years ago I went to the office, the India uh, Indian consulate to get a visa for India. Same thing. You had maybe a two-hour window during the day that you could go and uh, leave your passport to get the visa. It can be very involved. I know, and I know my family have had to get the one for India, and there was massive lineups. Now, what's happened with India now is that they've gone to an e-visa. If you're 
flying in and out of, I think it's 13 different airports. But if you're going via cruise, which my parents were doing, you still need to go through the process of the big long one. And a lot of people don't realize that. They think, oh, well, India's e-visa, don't worry about it. I can get that a couple of weeks before I go. I'll just go online. Not the case. Um, You know, some places like Australia, it's super easy to get. I have to tell you about my Brazil experience. So I was just down in Brazil for spring break. And my husband and I, well, I really wanted to go and see Iguazu Falls. One of It's just what, something that's been on my bucket list forever. So we were in Argentina, and you can fly, and you can actually go um, fly from Buenos Aires, Argentina, to Iguazu Falls on the Argentinian side. But when you're seeing Iguazu from the Argentinian side, you're seeing it from above, which is still a really cool perspective. But on the um, Brazil side, if you drive for 45 minutes across the Brazilian border, you can see it from the, a panorama experience. And I wanted to see that. Yeah, of course. Okay, right? Okay, I wanted to see both. My husband was like, why on earth are we doing this when we have to give our bank statement for the past three months? We have to give our notice of assessment from the past two years, plus fill out all of this paperwork, go in to drop it off, go in to pick it up, pay separately at the bank, not at the office. It was, Mm. honestly, it was a gong show. They are trying to move it to online. Right as we were trying to get it, it's still um, a bit cumbersome. Hopefully the Canadian and Brazilian government will get it all together and that it will become a whole lot easier. But when I just did it, it was tough. It also cost $120 per person and you know, that's $240. That was over, like, that was a night's hotel. Yeah. Was so, it worth it? I said it was totally worth it. And then he's like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> anyway, that's why a lot of um, travel agents who are in the know really recommend people go and see Iguazu from the Argentinian side if you're already in Argentina. Anyway, um, when I was doing the these visas, particularly the Brazil one, when I saw people from all over BC coming to the um, to the office, that here, the consulate here in Vancouver, it was such a shame because I saw people who did not fill out their their paperwork properly. They forgot to bring um, the bank statements or they didn't get the right passport. It's different than a regular passport when you go into, you know, a drugstore like London Drugs, go get your passport picture. It's a two inch by two inch. So I, you have got, no matter what, like out of all of listening to this, you've got to visit the embassy or consulate website and you have to check off, check off every single thing step by step and do it exactly as they say. If it says don't glue it onto the paperwork, don't glue it. If it says two by two inches, do it two by two inches. It won't be processed otherwise. Um, anyway, have I, I hope I haven't freaked everybody <laughs> out about doing this. I'm just, I don't want people to have to do it like three times. Exactly. Do it once. I know people who, you know, sign outside of the square box on their passport and have to go back and get that signature um, from, say, their kids are doing it or their husband. They're taking the documents in for them on a Canadian passport, let alone dealing with a different government office here in Canada. So it's a real monkey motion. But if you want to see the world and you're, you're going to places that need a visa, you have to do this. Yeah, it's uh, you have to take those steps, do your homework, uh, due diligence. Yeah, and the best place to do that is to go onto our Canadian government's website, travel.gc.ca, put in the country or countries you want to visit, and it will pop up and tell you under the entry and exit requirements tab 
whether or not you need to get a visa, but then you still need to go to the embassy or consulate's website of the country you're going to to figure out all the details of just how exactly you need to go through that process and call them. Call them if you have any questions at all. Um, but it, it is all listed on their websites. I've been to a lot of them and it's there, but some people just need that, that person that they need to speak with and you can go ahead and do that as well. All right, uh, let's get to the deals because the first one you have, you do not need a visa. You don't need a visa and it's so cheap, but it's for Anaheim, California when kids are still in school. But if my kids were like young and in a grade that didn't really matter as much, you know, my kids are in well, one in university, one in high school now. But um, if you can do it June the 7th, airfare and five nights hotel staying at the Sheraton at the park, adults are $399, taxes of $200. So it's $599 all in for adults. If you want to take your kids that are 11 and under, it's $149, taxes of $125. So I did the math on this. For a family of four, it's $1746. That is super cheap. I always say anything under two grand all in, including tax is a steal. But this for five nights is a really, really good buy. The yeah. next one, total double take. And the math is right on this. Okay. Unfortunately, the taxes are the same as the package, but listen to the deal. This is to Shanghai and the outlying area. It's uh, Shanghai, Hangzhou, Wuxi and Suzhou. Now, each of those different areas has a really different vibe. Like Suzhou has um, a ton of Singaporean money and the, the streets are so beautiful. It's, just, it's a beautifully laid out city. Anyway, this is leaving May 16th. Don't have a lot of time to figure this out if you want to go, but about three and a half weeks um, from now. Airfare, six nights hotel. They're all four star or better. Most of your meals are included. I think almost all of them are actually. Tour with English speaking guide and the transfers. Six nights is enough to see this. I've done it. It's enough. So this is May 16th, $4.98. Taxes $4.98. So it's $9.96 all in. It is such a good buy, Jill. Yeah. That, it's, it's, it it's almost a, seems like a mistake. I know. I know. It, it almost does seem like a mistake. So um, next one I've got is Paris. And this is peak season. I thought this was a mistake. I thought this was for air only. And I thought it was a good buy. This is August 16th, airfare, seven nights hotel. Hotel is a kitchenette, so you don't have to eat all of your me- meals out. Although, in the morning, I love a cafe au lait and a croissant. Oh, mm-hmm. and it's super cheap. Um, um, and the transfers are included, which can be expensive from the airport into the hotel area. It's eight ninety nine, taxes of nine thirty nine. All of Europe is about that in taxes this year. But all in, fifteen thirty eight for a week in Paris. Okay, the next one. Do we have time for two more? Yes, we do. Sure. Okay. So the next one is one that I thought was really fun. I was actually down at Canada Place for some people doing this this past September. This is a 10-night Hawaii cruise where you leave from Vancouver. So this is a ship that's done Alaska and now heading to do a different part of the world. So it's a repositioning cruise that's leaving from Vancouver. So you walk on the ship from here. You cross the Pacific and then do all four of the major Hawaiian islands. So Kona, Kauai, Oahu, and Maui. It's a nice way to see them all if you haven't. And then you fly home and it's included. So it's $19.99, taxes of $4.98. It works out to $24.97 all in for the 10-night getaway. The, the last one, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it sure is an 
an unbelievable deal. And Greece is so popular right now. And I love Greece. And I love all of the islands that are involved here. So this one is, we're calling it the Greek Island Delight. <laughs> Whatever. It's September the 16th or 20th. So it's after Labor Day. So beautiful, beautiful weather still. The crowds are gone. And that's why it's about $700 cheaper than it would be if you were leaving um, July or August. This is a package that includes your airfare, 11 nights accommodation, your breakfast every day, all of the transfers. So with one, it's a flight, one, it's a hydrofoil, two, it's fast ferries. And the the, the itinerary, Jill, I, I have to go over it because it's so beautiful. You fly into Athens and you spend two nights in Athens, three nights in Mykonos, three nights in Santorini, and three nights in Crete. It's so beautiful. Twenty six ninety nine taxes of six forty three, so all in thirty three forty two. But if you tried to do it all yourself, line it all up, like the logistics are a nightmare. But you would be paying probably twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars more money. Yeah, it's uh, even with the weather here, beautiful. That still makes me want to go. I know. <laughs> Me too. Well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your sunny, sunny Sunday, Jill. All right. You too. Thanks, Claire. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at CKNW.com, the Radio Player Canada app. Tune in, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.